live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, live a life worth living, do work that they love, have great relationships, all of it. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. We're taking real calls from real people who are going through all kinds of challenges in their life, and we're going to help you out. Our promise is to sit with you and walk alongside you as we figure out what's the next right step. 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined here by Jade Warshaw, and we're taking your calls on just about anything and everything. Let's run out to Salt Lake City and talk to the great and wonderful Stacy. What's up, Stacy? Hi. What's up? Uh, nothing much. Just hanging out here with my son. What's up with you? <laughs> we are just hanging out together, too. How can we help? Um, I am calling because I, um, my husband and I can't afford childcare and we're not succeeding financially. We're really struggling and I'm just trying to figure out what better we can do than what we're already doing. Wow. How many kids do you have? Um, one, he was a surprise and he's eight weeks old. Eight weeks. Wow. You guys are in the the thick of it. Cool. Um, so what's the solution now? Are you just staying home? Um, I'm on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be going back to work in about four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was full-time. I'm still technically full-time, but I'm, the hope is to go back part-time. Um, but it's it's retail, so it's in-person. So I'm looking for something I could do remotely so I could stay home with him. Okay. And then my husband works in an office. So is the issue that you're having a hard time finding the part-time job that you want to make this work? Or is the problem that you're having a hard time finding a daycare price that would work in any case? I'm, I'm looking, I'm having a hard time finding remote work. Um, I'm hoping to work remotely full time. Um, And also I just, uh, my husband knew I brought some, a lot of debt into the marriage um, Uh and um, we we're working at paying it off. How much is it? Surprised us. Um, between car, personal, and um, and credit cards, and um, a school, probably between thirty and forty thousand. Okay. Um, we're working on the credit cards first. I just dealt with a lot of mental health struggles growing, um, you know, in my young adult years, and so um, I. And also, I just grew up poor, so I yeah. tried to learn on my own how to how to do it all, and I didn't fully succeed. So forty five thousand between those that you listed between thirty and forty yeah. between thirty and forty. Okay, and does your yeah. husband have any debt, or he's not um, bringing any into the relationship? He didn't bring any other than um, his truck, but his parents are currently paying that. And how much is that? I, I'm not sure, just because. Um, uh, just because it's not one of my current bills, but it was a used truck, and so I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, between ten and fifteen thousand. Okay, and um, yeah, fifteen thousand at the most. If you had to guess, I'm sorry, I'm just getting the particulars so I get a lay of the land. No, you're good. Um, if you had to guess between the two of you, because it sounds like you're not fully combined on your finances, it sounds like you kind of have a, a separate thing going on. But if you had to guess, uh, what do you both make combined? Uh, before you before you make these career changes, what was it before? Um, we we're making about four thousand a month total. Like we work together, but we do a separate accounts at the moment. 
um, just because we never we never did combine them, but we worked together on paying stuff. So I know we make about four thousand. He pays rent, um, and I pay pretty much everything else. So let me clarify because a lot of people do this thing where it's like I make my money you make your money and then we throw some of our money into this joint pile that pays all the bills but there's also other money in my personal account that 4000 is that all the money combined or that's is that total, just bill yeah. money what yeah, does he do for a total. living okay he um ironically he works in finance he's a debt collector <laughs> so he doesn't make enough money um, no, he doesn't make enough money. Um, he, he, um, he just started like his career and stuff. Well, cool. He married. just ended that career cause he's got to go make more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And he sometimes makes bonuses and stuff, but that's could care it. less about that. It's not enough. Yeah. And I don't know uh, that you can go to not working or even working part-time. I think whatever you do, you're going to need to work full-time until he's able to make that spread as well. His mommy's still yeah. paying his truck payment. Could she wash your kid a few hours a day? No, we're in different states. Okay. And, um, yeah, we're, we're in different states, and uh, I'm planning on working remotely full-time as soon as I could find something. It's just a matter of finding something. Okay. And then I'm just, like, running out of time, and we're How, how hard are you looking? Right now. Are you sending out 15, I'm, 20 applications a day? Probably not that many a day, probably three or four a day, just because, um, you know, taking care of my son and stuff. But I'm applying to as many as I can, and I'm reaching out to people and stuff like that. If in four weeks, when your uh, leave is over, if you haven't found that full-time remote job, what do you think the plan of action would be? In your mind, what's the course of action at that point? I'm hoping that's not the case, but if you find yourself in that situation, what would you do? Uh, at that point, I'll work evenings and weekends at my um, current job mm-hmm. and probably do DoorDash during the day with my son. And would that be enough to cover the daycare? Um, we like we aren't comfortable doing daycare, and like um, I, I want him with me. And so, whatever I work, I want to do it's something I could do with him. Like that's why I'm looking for remote but work. Here's the deal. You may have answered this question several years ago with some of your financial choices. And I know this is hard to hear, but you owe $45,000. And oh. so what you want, to, not to mention whatever your husband owes. More like thirty-five, yeah. Thir- whatever it is. And Sorry. here's the problem. A, you don't fully know what that number is, and you don't know what his number is. You don't know what exactly the amount of money you make is because you don't know if he has a separate account or if his mommy's sending him money to help with the you don't know and uh, so, i have access to his account full access to his account like to the one he gives you account. jade and i wouldn't have jobs if husbands and wives told each other the truth all the time about money that's right and so this isn't a math problem this is a wife who is living the the life of a single mom inside of her own house and y'all have to get together and he has to recognize he's got to go make a whole bunch more money. And he just started a career. That career does not provide for his family at this moment. Mm-hmm. And you want to stay home with this baby, you may have to work for a season to get that thirty-five grand knocked out so that you can afford to stay home with this baby. Yeah. And I know that's scary. I know that's hard. But we love you too well, much to not tell you the truth. That's right. 
you have a lot more years ahead of you with that baby. It's and it's easy to forget and and think that it's just right now, but you've got years and years to stay at home with that kid. She got a big, big hole. The, all of this starts with you sitting down with your husband and saying, "I'm so scared, I can't breathe. We have to put everything on the table and tell the truth." Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. This is the Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. Jade, what did you do? I didn't do anything. You did. Uh, you super did. Look, I posted a video on Facebook specifically about how like zero credit scores work. And these folks came for my life, John. Dude, they, they were showering you with the haterade. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know what? I usually stay out of the comments or I'm like pretty, you know, just nonchalant about it. But these these comments were extra. And I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to, I need to clap back on this. So let's play the video so you guys can just see how innocent what I said was <laughs> and you can be on my side and then we'll chop it up. All right, let's do it. It usually takes about a year to see your credit score go down to absolute zero if you completely stop borrowing money. And here's the thing, if you dilly-dally with this and you're like, oh, I'm gonna keep that one credit card open, it's never gonna go to zero. You're just gonna have a bad credit score. And then when you try to go buy a house, you're gonna run into problems. Look. <laughs> Yeah, I stand by that. I stand by that message. I approve that message. All right, I'm going to read some of the haterade. All right, read it. Chad says, these people are crazy. Zero credit score is not even possible. Okay. Uh, Tim says, this is absolutely not correct. You need to raise your credit score, not lower it. This explains so much about some people. Mm. <laughs> mm. Derek says, this kind of crap's annoying. While it's possible to buy a house without a credit score, it isn't worth the hoops. Okay. Better off with a credit score. The next one's my favorite. Yeah. Jacob says, says the woman with tons of assets to lean on and has no need for credit card. I can't. I can't. I'm coming, ah. out, of my, I'm coming out of my seat right now because, and I did reply to that when I was like, oh, you must not know me or my story if you think I came from wealth and assets. Are you kidding me? I got to throw my pin across the room. Oh, hold on. Hold on. This, this cat says, I swear, the Ramsey's team's advice on credit is the stupidest beep beep ever. Good luck getting approved for Jack beep, beep with no credit. That's the whole point. Here's my thing. Here's my thing, John. And this is crazy to me. People would rather be right about what they think and about what they know than be free, than be happy, than be better off in life. They'd, they'd rather be right 
about the fact that there's no other way to get ahead in society than to be strapped with debt for eternity. Yes. Like you have to play the debt game. That's the only it's the only way to make it in America is to have a credit score. Are you kidding me? You'd rather be right about that. And I'm like, really? You want to be right about something that keeps you in slavery your entire life? Forever. It's that important to you? And dude, for all of human history, this is how governments captured their citizens. Right. By giving them a plot of land and saying, when it's paid off, then it's all yours. Then you're free. And the next year, it's like, oh, well, we had to raise the price right. on it. So, uh, and they do that in perpetuity. And now we wear this score, like we win something. And I'm the only one. The folks in this room are some of the only ones in the United States, <laughs> so in crazy. the world, telling y'all, hey, there's a better way. And we, we try to do it with love. We try to tell y'all, <laughs> hey, there's a better way. We want you to be free. We want to help you. We exist to help the people outside of these walls. And it's crazy that people clap back on me like I'm trying to hurt them. And they're not clapping back at the credit collectors. They're not <laughs> clapping back at FICO or Experian or TransUnion. They're yelling at me when I'm the one I'm the one going, hey, there's a way that you don't have to play this stupid game. You don't have to rack your family with debt. You don't have to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul and move this money over here and keep your credit around for X amount of years with X amount of varieties of credit with X amount of percentage use. Like that is a game and the goalpost is constantly moving. And one of the things I noticed that they were mad at me as I said, hey, if you're going to run our plan, like run it to the end zone, like do it all the way. Don't do this mess of, well, I'm going to pay off my credit, but I'm going to keep a couple of cards open or keep that one card open just in case, because that'll jack your credit even worse, right? Because there are ways that they're measuring your credit. It's not just, hey, have one credit card open. You have to utilize that credit and you have to keep it around for a long time and you have to make sure the percentage is right. Otherwise, yeah, you'll have a score, but it won't be great. It'll probably be pretty bad. And the fact is having a, I'm going to say it and I'm going to scream it till the cows come home. (laughs) Having a zero credit score is just as good, in my opinion, better than having a 750 or an 800 because I don't have to play the game of debt. I get to be my own woman, my own man, my husband, and we're autonomous and we are free and we don't have to be slaves to the system. So if you don't like that, you can go ahead and put that yoke back on and they can (laughs) ha. Yeah, and you'll just pull the plow of debt for them. And you can do that the rest of your life. I'm not going, as for me and my house. Making other people rich at your expense. Look. Hey, can we run through this real quick? Yeah. These people are crazy. Zero credit score is not even possible. You're False. False. It's false. Once you pay off your debt, like I said, it takes about, and, and you close the accounts, you've got to close them. It takes about six to 12 months for your credit score to roll to zero. That's how it goes. This is absolutely not correct. You need to raise your credit score, not lower it. Why? False. Why? Yeah. T- why? You tell me why. So that one day you can go get on both knees and hold your hands up and say, dear lender, please. Please. And they'll say, well, let me let me look in my secret file and see what your score is. Yeah. Instead of sitting down with your wife when your air conditioner goes out and you have become your own bank over 15 years, which is mm-hmm. what took me and my wife. And your argument is not, please, please, can I? It's, you call. I'm not calling, you I call. I know, I know. I don't want to call, that. you call. I love it. The, that's, that's the most annoying fight you have. Yeah. Right? And I think people forget the fact that when you decide, John, like, hey, we're going to pay off our debt, that simultaneously means, and we're not going back into debt, and mm-hmm. we're not doing this thing called credit anymore. And the biggest argument is, yeah, but if you don't have a credit score, how are you going to live? And the biggest two areas that people are thinking about are cars 
and living situation, right? Can you buy a car without credit? Yes, you can. It's called buying a car in cash. And I'm not talking about that you always have to save $40,000 or $50,000 to buy the newest model. The cars that Sam Warshaw and Jade Warshaw drive are from 2013. And I think we paid less than, I don't know, <laughs> 20,000 for both. Yeah, each of them. That's how you do this. You don't have, and don't get me wrong. I could have way more car than that, John. At this point in my life, I just don't care about it that much. So don't tell me it's not possible. You save up your money and it takes time. Uh, let me just say this. My husband and I, for the first time in our marriage, are a two-car family. And that happened last year because that's just the life we chose. We didn't have to do that for that long, but we said, you know what? I don't care about going into debt over cars. And when we feel like paying up cash and buying a second car, we will. And that's what you're talking about. You just choose. It was, in, it was up until this, this year. I, I went from a 96 to a 2012 and I was driving 2012 forever. Yeah. And Dave just, just Dave as my friend goes, Hey, I know what I pay you. Right. What, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, he's like, you're trying to like make a point. And I yeah. go, I, I, I honestly don't I care. I don't care. And it was only that I was like, I'm going to get, and by the way, I went all in on a Highlander. It's <laughs> not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And dude, every day I get in it, I smile so big, like like I've beat somebody, and like, like I've won some game, mm -hmm. and my buddies are like, it's it's not it's not a cool car, John. Come on, <laughs> you know I, I mean? know. But it's like, I know, but it, it doesn't have a CD player in it anymore, right? Here's the deal. When you unhook yourself from the external expectation, yeah. my wife likes me. And you know how I know she likes me? Because she was dating me when I was driving an 88 Tercel Easy Hatchback. Let's go. So it, I know this is love, right? <laughs> and that when we were making it, when we were, when we, when Dave was paying us more money than any Deloney's had ever wrapped their head around, I, I didn't need to prove anything to anybody. No. It, it's not a game, right? It's, it's like, yeah, I, I was able to cobble together the money and pay for that in cash, and it's just yeah. my, it's mine. The money. See what I'm saying? What it's, you it's buy just, it doesn't determine game. your worth. Hey, uh, one more thing. Um, what about housing? Let me hit this right quick. People think you can't buy a house with a zero credit score. Yes, you can. It's called manual underwriting. I did it. John Deloney did it. George Campbell did it. I know Rachel Cruz did it. All these folks did it. All you need is payment history. 12 months showing your trade lines, cell phone bills, utilities. You need actual money. You need to show 12 months of bank statements and just your last 30 days of But that's of so many sales. hoops. It's not. It's almost the same as the normal <laughs> process. It's not. Hey, by the way. Churchill Mortgage is the place to go, guys. Yes. And, man, if you just weren't so rich, uh, you wouldn't be able to talk like this, Jade. <laughs>This is the Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. Let's go out to Destin, Florida, and talk to Josh. What's up, brother Josh? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm okay. I appreciate you taking the call. You got it, man. What's up? Well, I guess I'll cut right to it. Um, So I've been following you guys for a little while, trying to get my finances on track. But I've come to a decision i need to start handling my life and get some stuff on track and i want to go to rehab mm. so okay. i can uh quit my drinking dude i'm proud but, of you man I'm, hold on hold on hold on don't blow by that that's huge what led you here um there are millions and millions of people in the united states that need to make this decision and i want them to hear where you landed 
You'll be well, a gift. I mean, in the past, I battled with uh, other substance abuse issues, and I let that go. I've been clean from all that, and I just kind of picked up the bottle. And I'm just tired of it. Tired of doing the same things over and over again. Tired of relying on something to feel like I need it to function. Awesome. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. So uh, how can we help? Well, pretty much my insurance situation, the only way to get into treatment, uh, it covers most of it except for about $6,000. Okay. Six to $10,000, depending on location. So really not trying to get into any more debt. Sure. But I want to take care of this. Um, the first question I would ask is um, often, and I'm talking about rehab places that are not like go to Malibu or you're in Destin, not like a beachfront place that's going to be a resort, okay? Um, yeah. Often, if you sit down, places will waive the gap between the insurance and the the what the cash out okay it's it, it's a it, it's a the equivalent of a scholarship program so i would have that conversation uh, with the place have you I've done that i've been calling and asking for scholarships i've called hundreds of places probably you haven't called maybe hundreds. a slight exaggeration but yeah a lot a big exaggeration but yes, okay yes and nobody will waive the gap no not that'll cover my insurance what do you mean? Because that's the that's the cheap the cheapest thing I've been able to find is a six thousand dollar copay. Oh, that's is that your deductible? Cheapest. Yes, that's the cheapest thing I can get. I've applied for scholarships. Okay, they're saying they're not doing it. So, do you have guns or guitars or a truck? You have something you can sell? No, I mean I've got a truck, but it's my work truck. Can you go down in value on it? What's it worth? No, I'm upside down in it. What's it worth? Uh, probably about eleven grand. What do you owe on it? About two hundred thousand miles on it. Twelve. What What would happen? You owe twelve. It's worth eleven. What would happen if you sold that and went down half the value and just bought yourself a little truck that that'll get you? Is there anything? Do you see what I'm saying? Like this is temporary. No, I get what you're. I get what you're saying, but it's a truck with 200,000 miles on it, mm-hmm. and not that many people are going to spend $11,000. Well, if it's worth 11000 There's a whole bunch of people will, my friend, because yeah. they're in your situation, too. Uh, what about a parent or family member? Nope. Unfortunately, no. Okay. So, here's what I would tell you. I would start, if I'm you, in this situation, I would start with a couple of different uh, areas. Number one, I would walk in this evening... To the local AA meeting. Have you done that yet? Yeah. Okay. I would ask around and tell them I've got a gap. And my guess is there's people who would say, I I know X, Y, and Z. I know this person. My church has a sponsorship program. There's a there's there's gap payment here. We can help figure this out. I would start there. Okay. Okay. And this is you being super, super vulnerable. It sounds like you're so sick of all this that you're kind of done giving a crap. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. The second thing is, I'm going to give you three months of free better help. I want you to talk to a, a licensed counselor. I want you to hang on the line here. And I want you to make sure that just full stop rehab is the right move, the right next move for you. Okay. Okay. 
They might say, hey, I want you to go every day to a meeting in the evening and in the morning for 30 days, and let's circle back before we make this list, this entire, this big leap, okay? Okay. The third thing is, I want you to be honest, deeply honest with what you can part with right now. Because here's what I'm trying to avoid. I don't want you to come out on the other side of a 30-day in-treatment program or a 28-day um, um, outpatient program mm-hmm. and have that clarity of mind, that sobriety, the light is on, and then that credit card bill hits you right yeah. in the mouth. That's what I want to yeah. avoid at all costs. And that's another thing I'm worried about. Finances, bills keep coming. They I mean, do I've keep coming. even been looking into detoxes, and it's still about that same number. Just it, for like a week, detox. They do. I want you to go to a meeting, and I want you to be vulnerable and raise your hand and say, I'm stuck. Okay? Yeah. If you tell me after 30 days of knocking on every door, put your car on Facebook Marketplace and see if you can get $6,000 for it or 7000 bu- or 11000 bucks. that's going to give you six grand and you go buy a $5,000 yeah. car with 250,000 miles on a truck. I get it. Not pretty. This is a Band-Aid. I get it. If you tell me you can't, then I, I would say then go to a local, um, uh, a local uh, credit union and figure out that gap. Or... I would work out, a, before you did that, I would see if you could work out a payment plan with the rehab place. Mm-hmm. Probably they won't do that, but it'd be worth a shot. Oh, no, no, they will. They will do that. That's why I was no interest, but that's why I was on the call, because I've already got other debt racked up. Okay, I'm okay with that one. If the okay. last option, and listen to me, this is not a pass for you just to go, sweet, I can go, I want you to exhaust every avenue, because my brother, Jade and I have sat with people, they walk out, mm-hmm. and then... Reality is a cold dose of water, and it's easy to fall right back into old habits mm-hmm. when old um, fists hit you in the same mouth. Yeah, because even if you yep. can find a couple of thousand, like even if you can find a couple of thousand from selling things, you visit a local church and say, "Hey, is there any like is there a ministry here? What what can I do? Can I serve to earn this money? Like whatever you can figure out, even if you're closing that gap with cash in some in some way, that's going to be worth it to you. Or in t- if you got two weeks and you decide I'm going to wake up at five o'clock every morning and drive Uber and I am going to um, I'm going to I'm going to work like mad and earn this money, right? There's going to be some little victories there. But if you tell me, hey, man, I, I can't, I'm underwater right now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wanting to go to rehab because I'm drinking every day and I can't stay clean. I get that. And I honor that. Okay. But I want you to go to a meeting tonight and I want you to raise your hand and ask that question. Okay. Okay. If you can, if the hospital where you are doing your um, inpatient rehab is willing to say there's an interest-free option here for the gap then I'm okay with that as a last DEFCON resort option if a clinical supervisor has said your only option is rehab. Okay. Okay. So I want you to hang on the line. I want you to walk through. I want you to, when you go through the better help, I want you to click on struggling with substance abuse, struggling with alcohol. And I want you to put in the notes, trying to make a decision on whether I need to go to rehab, go to inpatient, inpatient uh, rehab ca- counseling. And then when they reach out, they're going to walk you through an assessment and y'all can make that decision together. Is that cool? Yeah, that's awesome. Thank okay. you so much. I, I appreciate everything. You got, hey, I need you to Your hear, I, I need you to hear me say I'm really proud of you. Me too. Thank you. 
This is real Thank hard. Thank you very much. You've been, you've been um, drowning for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. We're done? Okay. Are we done? With all of the drinking? Yes, I, I want to be. I mean, I'm tired of it. Good. Hey, uh, I'm going to put a little star on this. I want you to call back in 30 days with your 30-day chip. And um, we're going to celebrate you on the air. All right? I'm proud of you, my man. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, it's almost the holiday season, and if you are already getting sweaty armpits thinking about Thanksgiving with family and Christmas, I got you. I got you. We've created some new questions for humans this year. We have a Thanksgiving deck to talk about gratitude. You can sit down at the Thanksgiving table and look around and say, no politics, nobody cares. No <laughs> negative nonsense on this one. No TVs. Everybody put your stupid phones down. We're going to ask these questions, and it's for the whole family. We also made a new Christmas deck, and what's super rad, we made a new deck, and this is because you asked for it. For grandparents and kids, it's a great way for you and your spouse to go out to dinner and say, Mom, Dad, you can be with the grandkids and don't be weird. Here are some cards. We got you. Go to RamseySolutions.com and save your holidays. I love right, that. Let's go out to uh, Detroit Rock City and talk to Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Hi. How are you guys today? Good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thanks for asking. Awesome. What's up? I am calling because I am debating on if I should move or if I should stay in my current home. Um, we currently have a home where we owe about 130000 on it. We have a great interest rate of only 2.25%, um, but we have some structural issues going on in our basement. Mm. Um, my husband and I, yeah, and it's going to be really expensive. How expensive? It's going to be maybe like around $70,000. The person okay. who sold us the home was not 100% truthful about the issues that were going on, and he covered up um, some stuff. That's what Sounded like he was 0% truthful. So if you were yes, to... He actually, we're dealing with some foundational issues, Oof. and he covered it up with cement. Oof. So it got past me, my husband, the inspector. It got past everyone, and now we're in jeopardy of losing our homeowner's insurance. Oh, and um, if you don't get it repaired. Exactly. And they're giving us like a very short window to get it repaired. What's and the I window? Just has their, um, like three months. What? Dang, son. Uh, if you yeah. were to let go of this house, let's let's pretend you did sell it. Uh, what would you what would it bring? In uh, profit. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Hmm. Yes. And how long have you lived in this house? We've only we moved in in 2020. Okay. How much is would it bring you? Well, from the suggestions of my realtor, the house is worth based on the area. The house is worth a lot more than what we would list it for, but due to the foundational the, yeah, issues, yeah, the issues. Yeah, she's thinking that we should list the house at 159. Um, but if we were to possibly try and at least do part of the repairs and maybe speak to the homeowner's uh, insurance company and see if maybe they can work something out with us. 
I'm wondering um, about that. I'm wondering if you and exactly your husband sit down and put together a plan of phases and say, hey, in phase one, this is what we're getting done. And here's the, the time frame for that. And then in phase phase two starts at, at X date. And here's what we're doing there. And here's the the 12 month plan or the, you know, whatever month plan for this to be completely fixed and healed. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys, did, did y'all try to report it as an insurance loss and they came out and went through everything and then they tagged you for that even bringing it? That was a mistake. Yeah. That's <laughs> that happened to me before too. Um, and when they came out, we were thinking that maybe they would cover it and they were like, no, we're not going to cover it and we're not going to renew Pretty Shoot. much is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that, that man. You can't even ask a question anymore and they'll just burn you. I want you to, um, while you're doing this, I, Jade's is, is what I would do if I'm sitting down with my wife. Like if I'm being honest, trying to put skin in this game, I would sit down with my wife and say, okay, we don't have 70,000. I'm assuming you don't have 70,000 bucks in cash. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Do you have any money? Um, right now, at the moment, no. We're currently working on the baby theft. We paid off all of my husband's credit card. Uh huh. Um, and we're paying off mine as well. What do you so have left to go on the debt? Um, maybe like around twenty. Okay. Okay. And can I just ask you guys' combined income? One hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. So twenty thousand left in debt. One hundred and twenty income. Yeah, I mean... We're pausing this right now? You, you think, Jade? I, I, I think you have to. If they're giving you three months before you lose your insurance, and bef- like, yeah, you, you, gotta, you gotta move this to the top of the list, or at the very least, like I said, you've gotta come up with this plan of action, find out what they're gonna do. Now, let's, let's give her option B, just option, in case. Option B is, I want you to call my friends at Xander Insurance, okay? And here's what Xander is. They're, they're a broker... And they call okay. a whole bunch of different companies and get you the best rates. And I want you to be honest and talk with um, the broker and say, we got some foundation issues. We called our insurance company and then they did this to us. And let them right. walk you through what the next step is. If they tell you, I'm sorry, this means your house is completely uninsurable. Well, now you know. But I bet that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Okay. And that gives you option two. Here is not option three. I don't want you going out and borrowing $70,000 on this yes, house. That's right. Okay. That's you right. think you're stressed My now? <laughs> well, you, yeah, you think you're stressed now. You put seven, you, you go upside down on your house on foundation repair, and you're not going to be able to sleep or breathe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love the idea of sitting down, getting one or two, not not one, getting two or three different um, um, quotes on this and have them do it in stages. And what they're going to want to do is come do it all at the same time. You can look at them and smile and say, I'm going to pay for cash as I go. Mm-hmm. I need you to break this up into have to have right now, right this second, what's stage two, what's stage three, and mm-hmm. on and on and on. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, look, mm-hmm. these are those moments where you being brutally honest with whoever's coming to your house and doing those estimates, they're going to, cause that there's a real person on the other side of that. Right. And if you say to them, Hey, you know, like this is going to cost $70,000. Here's what the insurance told us. We cannot afford to lose this house. You know, our interest rate, we can't go into another market where the interest rate is going to be seven percent. Like if you start talking like that to a human being and you're showing that you're a human being too, a lot of times you will be surprised at what they're able to meet you at. And if you can have them, 
you know, kind of shift into your shoes of like, you know, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is there any way, because if you were in this situation, I mean, it seems like you would want to do the same thing. If you can get them thinking like that, that's good. And by the way, right. 70,000 bucks on a $150,000 home. What are they doing? Man. They're going to lift your whole house and redo the whole, all the blocking underneath the whole thing. Well, that's, yeah. That's the thing too, where we've had like three people to come out and give estimates. And 70000 was, like, at the top of the list. But okay. they're all, three of them are saying three different things. One is saying, oh, we can just waterproof it. The other Ooh. one is saying, oh, we can put beams up and push the wall out. And then the third one is saying we have to redo the entire wall. Of course. Hey, let me ask you this, uh, Sarah. How do you feel about it? Because I, I'm listening to you talk, and I'm like, dude, if I was in my house, and they're telling me there's structural damage and, like, what my house can crumble on me and my family— there is part of me, John, that's like, get me out. I'm out. Yeah, I yeah. don't trust any of y'all to make sure that this is right, <laughs> especially if y'all are all telling me something different. Is that Does that hit a nerve at all? Um, it did at first. Um, we were actually in the process of trying to move and list our house, but when I just looked at the numbers, it just didn't seem worth it to yeah. me. As, I, as Dave Ramsey always said, I'd rather eat beans and rice mm. and just thug it out. Yeah, and keep my current home because I love the home that okay. we're in. There you okay, go. Then then that's what you do. So it may be that you have to bite the bullet on this one and pay to have it waterproof so you can get it through the insurance. And yeah. then you're going to have to save up money and have them come put piers in that wall mm-hmm. and lift the house up and level it and go with piers. And that's going to not only get you through inspection, but it's going to, the whole house is going to be structurally sound, right? And yes, it would be cool if I could do a complete frame-off restoration of my truck. I can't afford to do that, but I can replace the shocks, right? And it's going to drive great. It's going to be safe. And so it might be finding some middle ground over time. But call our friends at Xander and get some updates on the insurance because you may want to tell your insurance company, you know what? I fire you. I fire you. (laughs) Hey, this is the first hour in the books. We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show.